welcome to the Canada's History Podcast. This is a special educator series where we speak with the finalists for the 2018 Governor General's History Award for Excellence in Teaching. Created in 1996, the award recognizes best practices in teaching Canadian history. It's an opportunity to highlight the important work that teachers and students are doing to research, interpret, and share the stories of the past. My name is Brooke Campbell, and today I'm speaking with Tim Frecker, a grade 6 to 8 teacher at the Booker School in Port Williams, Nova Scotia. Tema's students embarked on a six-week interdisciplinary project that focused on understanding multiple perspectives. They delved into the timely debate around commemorating controversial historical figures by putting together their own proposal regarding the statue of Sir Edward Cornwallis, which was removed from a Halifax park earlier this year. Tema's students created their own unique solution called The Conversation, which they detailed in an official proposal to the Cornwallis Committee and shared through public outreach and social and traditional media. Thanks for speaking with us today, Tema, and congratulations on being a finalist for this year's Governor General's History Award for Excellence in Teaching. Thank you very much. Now, before we start talking about your project, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit more about your school and your students? Okay, so I'm a teacher at the Booker School, actually one of the founding teachers, and this is a school that's been around for about six years in Port Williams, Nova Scotia. So it's a small town in the Annapolis Valley and a very small school. I'm talking about 20 students here um, from pre-kindergarten all the way up to grade eight. So our class was a group of seven students in grade six to eight, so middle years, and um, a big part of the philosophy of the school, if you look at our motto, it's the, the idea of think, act, and become. So uh, for me, especially the idea of becoming the solution. That sounds incredible. Um, so how did this project come about then? So when I was doing curriculum planning uh, about a year ago now and thinking, well, what units should we do next year? And, of course, it was Canada 150, and people were also really looking at the recommendations from the Truth and Reconciliation um, Committee. So we, I, I wanted to do an interdisciplinary l- unit. So our units are never, you know, history taught alone. Everything's um, combined. So what you're looking at in history or language arts or uh, your language acquisition or even your sciences will be based on um, getting a bigger understanding of a central idea. And this one was really focused on multiple perspectives, looking at history, especially I wanted to really focus on stories that have either been misrepresented or underrepresented in the teaching of history. So some students looking at uh, Chinese railroad workers or different First Nations groups in Canada, even the Black Loyalists here in Nova Scotia, uh, different ways of immigrants who've come to Canada over the years, and um, something that just came up as we were doing this unit all fall, uh, the debate over what to do with the Cornwallis statue, it had been the news cycle almost weekly. So as a teacher, I see this golden opportunity. And for me, you know, your best learning is going to come from tackling something that's a complex and relevant issue. And you take action on what you learn in class. It's not something that necessarily just stays within the four walls of the classroom or within the pages of a book. And, um, you know, we had a complex problem. What do you do with the statue? And there's no easy solution. And, you know, myself as a teacher, I didn't have the answers. I didn't know what the best way forward was. So I thought I'll just put it to the students and see what we can come up with. 
And, you know, I have to say, I was really impressed with how they dealt with this issue with such maturity and such thoughtfulness, because the debates that we've been hearing in the news um, were anything but that. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Um, So can you walk us through what exactly your students did, um, the different activities that they were involved in, and the final proposal that they ultimately decided on? Sure. So um, we followed the inquiry cycle. So you start with a provocation, which is, you know, like, what what should we do with this statue? What do you know about it? Um, what questions do you have about it? So they had their initial ideas, which ranged from uh, throw it into the ocean, ship it to England, uh, leave it where it is, change the plaque. Um, There's a whole bunch of initial thoughts on what to do. Oh, melt it down and turn it into a different statue. Um, a wide range of things, but then um, we needed to find out, well, find out more. Like, who was Cornwallis? What's the historical context that he lived in? What is all this controversy about? And from that point, they developed um, more precise ideas about what they thought should happen with the statue, which led to even more research. And um, then each person drafted a, a position paper. And we, since there was eight of us, and there's going to be eight people in the actual committee that was considering what to do with the statue, we formed a mock committee, and we had a, um, a meeting based around the idea of arriving at consensus at the end of it. So each person presented their position paper. There was a chance to ask um, each presenter any follow-up questions or to discuss each proposal. And then we narrowed it down um, and finally, ultimately came up with the proposal for the conversation, which uh, I thought was a really original um, way of, of dealing with this. Uh, so the, the idea, and this also transformed over time, um, even from when they first wrote, wrote that, uh, the, to the proposal to go to the committee, Um, But ultimately, what they decided should happen was that the statue should be taken off the pedestal and placed in a circle around it would be other statues of prominent Nova Scotians from history. And what was essential is that these statues were in conversation with each other. And as a viewer who's looking at this artwork, you're invited to step into that conversation and to consider the different perspectives that are being offered and to consider what you think um, about that. And so it's like the idea of art can inspire critical thinking about the past. And, um, and that history, it's something that we still, knew, uh, still need to talk about because it relates to what we're living in the present day. And it's going to also um, change like, our decisions for the future, our understanding of what has happened in the past. Wow, you're right. That's such a unique and really well thought out solution. Like, that's incredible. So this idea of commemoration and the notion that, you know, there's changing attitudes to commemoration over time, that can be a really complicated concept, as is evident by these recent debates that you're talking about. So how did you approach this topic with your students? Um, we, we had looked at some other uh, artists' representation of commemoration, as well and follow different news stories. So there are things that are happening here in Canada, but also controversies south of the border. And um, one of the things that I stress with my students is that it's important to be open-minded um, to different sides 
of a debate or different sides of an issue, um, and to have as much of an understanding of different perspectives that are there. And one of the things that came up in our research was uh, around uh, when this statue was actually built. And it didn't necessarily have much to do. It was built as a almost like a tourist thing for the railroad. Um, and it was also at a time when, uh, well, let's say like the British Empire is waning a bit, but maybe they wanted to um, boost that idea of the empire. So you create a, a figure, a, a historical figure that represents that. So you've got Edward Cornwallis standing like so tall and so proud, um, representing that history and that pride. Um, but it's interesting when we looked at some of uh, um, there, there was political cartoons about Cornwallis at the time um, from when he was governor in Halifax and when he had some other postings around the world. And he wasn't necessarily that favored a person. These were political cartoons that were mocking him and making fun of him. So it's, it's interesting at that time that they chose unequivocally to present him as a hero when to many people, um, you know, you can talk to people from Scotland, for example, he wasn't a hero to them. Yeah, that's really interesting and really important to to remember. Yeah, so you have to think about, sorry, just a, I'm kind of rambling here, but the idea of um, commemoration, you're not, it's not just about who you're commemorating, but you have to think in terms of, well, when that commemoration was envisioned and built, what was the message that it was trying to convey and why was it built? So it's um, it gets even more complicated when you start uh, taking away those layers and delving a little bit more into it. Yeah, definitely. And your students, they really received a lot of media attention about this proposal. Were you guys surprised about this response? Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> they were... Um, I thought that, you know, maybe we might get a little bit of local coverage from it. But, um, you know, they we had TV crews, we had several newspaper articles, several radio interviews, and um, they have been really surprised about it, but I think also really empowered because they see that, you know, they're actually part of the conversation. And they have people who are really listening to their ideas and... Um, uh, what's interesting is that the idea, it originally, like the original idea of having um, four statues there, that came from one student, but they were all part of the debate, the discussion, they formed consensus around it, they, the proposal, they all really took ownership of, of the idea and they spoke really confidently and passionately about it. So um, it's kind of neat. A lot of students in Reflections, they said they were really nervous about doing the interviews, but they, you know, like I didn't have to be involved. You know, they were doing presentations for the deputy mayor, Wei Mason. They also presented to a um, grade 11 Mi'kmaq studies class at one of the local high schools. And, you know, I could take a back seat because they owned the idea and they were so well-spoken and mature in the way that they presented it, that it was completely theirs. That's incredible. That's so, that's so awesome to hear, right? You don't hear that too often, I feel like. So do you think that's what the students took away the most from this experience? Um, yeah, I think so. Uh, I was just rereading some of the reflections that they had written back uh, at the time. And um, for me, as a teacher, it all comes into students feeling empowered and to feeling like they can be active citizens. And um, so many of them talked about how it was such a great boost to their confidence and their self-esteem. 
all of them were surprised that people were taking their ideas seriously and wanted to hear more about it. And they even reflected on uh, some of the life skills that they've been getting. So, you know, they're writing formal proposals and press releases and doing presentations and interviews. And um, I've got a couple of quotes that I just pulled from their reflections. A grade seven student said, um, I've learned how to construct an idea and submit it to make a change. And uh, another one from a grade six student, I feel like none of us knew we would get so much attention. We didn't even know if the council would read our letter, but they definitely would not have read it if we had never sent it. That is a thing. If you want change to happen, you have to try and make it happen. So as a teacher, when I hear that, I feel like, you know, that message of empowerment has definitely hit home when it comes to this project that we undertook. Yeah, that definitely really speaks to what you were mentioning at the beginning with your your school being, you know, that think, act, become. You know, mm-hmm. it's a real full circle, full circle moment. You're actually living what you're what you're promoting. So that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for speaking with us today, Tema, and sharing all your knowledge and insight into this project. Uh, what an incredible thing you guys were working on this past year. And congratulations once again on being named a finalist for this year's award. Thank you very much.